Um, welcome to uh, a special edition of the Rebel Within podcast. Um, today it's going to be a unique title, and today's title is going to be the most controversial, unfiltered, and unapologetic podcast. Uh, today, um, I'm going to talk about some things that need to be said, need to be talked about. And um, if you're sensitive to politics and some of the things that have gone on in the last four years, um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that uh, this podcast is not for you. And you probably want to move on from this one, which I could understand, because my podcasts sometimes aren't for the faint of heart, but they're also for... Those people who want truth and believe the truth and are enlightened by the truth. So, um, here we go. I guess we'll get into this. Uh, so I guess most people know how the 2020 election has turned out so far. Um. Donald Trump right now is still the president, but Biden is the president-elect. Now, that does not mean that Biden is president. If I'm not mistaken, back in 2000, Al Gore was uh, president for like 37 days. So they get, had got all the recounting done in Florida. Come to find out, Bush was president. Uh-huh. So, for those of you who are sitting on your high horse right now, um, I wouldn't get all happy until everything is over with, all the investigations and all that stuff is done and over with, because you come to find out that this thing might get overturned. But, in the hindsight that it doesn't, we're going to talk about some things today. Um, first of all, for those people out there who think this um, election wasn't rigged or there was no fraud or stealing of the election going on, then I had to misinform you you're wrong. And the reason I say that is there's been evidence of polling places that had the windows covered so people couldn't see in. They wouldn't allow certain groups of people like Republicans in the places to check the votes, make sure everything was right. Um, there's been several people who was, have signed sworn affidavits saying they would testify in court that they were made to process illegal ballots for the Democratic Party. Um, and if that's not voter fraud, then I don't know what is. I mean... Is that like a walk in the park or some shit like that? Um, that sounds like voter fraud to me. But, I digress. Now, there's been a talk of Joe Biden locking the country down. And there's some people out here who might think that's a good thing. Well, let me tell you something. It's not a good thing. But those people of us out here who have jobs and have worked through this pandemic 
and paid our bills and everything, there's a chance that we may lose our jobs. Or they may be a period that we don't work. And people say, well, there's unemployment. Well, unemployment doesn't last forever. And how long is this lockdown going to last? That's another question. Okay. So. Um, people think, see, the problem with it all is people like us, people who work for a living, get mistreated and get trampled on and get um, labeled certain things because we don't voted for Donald Trump. See, people can't fathom the reason why Donald Trump won the 2016 election. Well, let me give you a little bit of a, um, let me give you a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, history lesson or a little bit of a, just kind of an eye-opening thing, okay? The forgotten men and women of this country, the heartbeat of this country, was, is pretty much the blue-collar working people. Got tired of seeing our jobs going overseas. Got tired of seeing our jobs go to Mexico, going to Canada, places like that where they had no, no business going. But the Democrats got fucking kickbacks off of it by letting it happen. Um so when uh, so when Donald Trump come along he was offering to cut regulations, cut taxes to give jobs incentive to the state, jobs to come back and jobs to expand to create more jobs for people to work. Joe Biden wants to cut all that out. Joe wants to tax anybody that makes um, or something. Anyway, he's wanting to do it to where people over $400,000 don't, don't have to pay taxes or whatever. Joe Biden um, wants to tax the middle class. He wants to hurt the middle class, the working class. All these people out here who are the backbone of this country. Um, but what people don't understand is with him doing that, that's going to cut a lot of jobs. Because with the tax cut that these co corporations got, that gave them incentives and gave them a reason to employ more people to create new jobs. You take that away, that'll take away jobs of the working people. Some people don't care about that. Some people get to shit the system and live off the system. And why do they care, right? You get a check every month or whatever. Now, I'm not talking about these people who are disabled or mentally disabled or have some kind of mental issue or something like that. People who, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about these sorry-ass motherfuckers out here who get, who live off the system drive nice cars, have the latest iPhone, and all that bullshit. But when I get behind you in the fucking line at Walmart, you're paying for your groceries with an EBT card. That shit just fucking pisses me off. 
Um, all I've heard for the last um, little while, so the last four years, is how Donald Trump rhetoric and hatred has de divided this country. Let me tell you something. Donald Trump hasn't divided the country. And if you believe that, there's something wrong with you. Let me give you some advice. If you only live on Twitter and Facebook and some of these other social media platforms, you're not going to see what goes on in the real world because you don't watch the news. Maxine Waters, if you've ever heard of her, is, I can't remember if she's in the House or the Senate. But anyway, she told everybody that if you voted, that people that voted for Donald Trump, that if you see them out, you need to confront them. You need to surround them and tell them they're not wanted here. And that they're not welcome. And if they're in a restaurant, you throw them out of the restaurant. Don't let them eat there and all that stuff. And that had actually happened to people. And that, and people have been mistreated because they come in wearing a Donald Trump Make America Great Again hat. Okay? Who is being divisive? These people that have got their careers, have lost their careers, and even some of these actors that have got blacklisted in Hollywood and stuff. Because they were Trump supporters. But Donald Trump is the one dividing people. Donald Trump is the one that's mistreating people. Um, I don't see how that how that uh rings a bell to me. Um I'm a Donald Trump supporter and I haven't mistreated anyone. I've been good to everybody. Even when people hasn't been good to me. Cause it's just who I am. But, you know, there's people out there to tell you that if you voted for Donald Trump, that you're a white nationalist, a white supremacist, a neo-Nazi, you believe in white privilege, you're homophobe, xenophobe, all the, all the phobias that you can think of, you're that, and more, because you voted for Donald Trump. You're no better than he is. You're just as worse as he is and all that stuff. Okay. I take that, you know. It's not true, but, you know, I'll let you say what you want to say. Um, That's just like people say that, oh, well, if you listen to someone who um, supports abortion, but you say you're not for abortion, does it make, doesn't that make you just as much as a, a, an abortion supporter as they are? Um, Like, and I've always believed in that if you supported abortion, then what right to life you have to yourself? You support abortion, maybe you should take a gun to your head and pull the trigger because you don't deserve to live. You're wasting good air someone else could be breathing. Um, but the main thing I really wanted to talk about was you got these people out here who were brainwashed by celebrities and music artists and everything out here. These people who or hypocrites, because they tell you how to live your life, who you're supposed to vote for, who you're supposed to support, and all that. But you live in these million-dollar fucking homes, okay? You look down, down upon us, but you think you have the right to tell us how we're supposed to live, who we're supposed to vote for, you know, everything, and then we don't agree with everything you say and do, then <coughs> we're cast out. 
and we're treated mistreated and all that stuff, but yet we're the ones that are dividing the country. Okay. I, I'll take that one. Um. So why would I listen to some fucking body from Silicon Valley or New York or some shit like that tell me how to live my damn life? I don't. They can all kiss my fucking ass because I just don't give a fuck. Okay? Um. You know, there's people out here who eat up every fucking thing they say because they're blinded by fucking art of obsession. Oh, well, because an artist voted for someone, um, that's why someone else voted for me. No. I voted for him because I voted for him for me. I don't let famous people influence nothing the fuck I do. But you know, um, you know, going back to, and, and you know, here's the thing is like, like Hillary Clinton, you know, called people who voted for Donald Trump deplorables. Um, you know, she couldn't understand why women would vote for Donald Trump. Well, sorry, Hillary Clinton, you know, some women want to have children. Some people want to um, be a mother. Some people don't want abortion. You ever thought about that? Um, so I'm, I'm just going to throw something out here. And um, I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it. People ask why um, Donald Trump won the 2016 election. I'm going to tell you why Donald Trump won the 2016 election. It's those forgotten men and women that live out here that work. Hillary Clinton didn't go to those places. Hillary Clinton thought she was going to get those votes because Barack Obama got them. She was sadly mistaken. People don't want their jobs to go away. If their father was a coal miner, maybe they want to be a coal miner. They don't want to be told they can't. If their father worked in a steel mill all his life, maybe they want to follow in their father's footsteps and work in a steel mill too. Maybe their father or mother worked in the auto industry. Maybe that's what they want to do. They don't have to. They're not pushed to. But maybe it's because they wanted to because that's the life that their families lived in. That's the thing that is that has put food on their table for all these years. When you tell someone you can't because those jobs are gone, how you think they're gonna act? But see, we're deplorables. We don't mean anything. We're just no good, low life pieces of shit that work for a living that don't want to be given every fucking thing they got. So, you know, there's something wrong with us, you know. We don't want socialism and shit like that. You know, I was watching on TV here a little while back. Actually, I think it was the night of the election or the next day. When Trump won Florida. And he had won Miami. Miami. Uh, and Dade County, Miami and all that stuff. And they asked the, the mayor there why um, Donald Trump had won a place that had was once a democratic stronghold. He says, well, you got to look at it like this. He said, a lot of these people that are living in Miami now, especially in Dade County, are people that have escaped socialism and communism and came to this country 
to make a better life for themselves. And Donald Trump wasn't down here preaching, giving people socialism. They run away from that. Why would they want it again? Um, that's what some people just can't seem to fathom. Um, you know, uh, I'm hearing that um, Joe Biden wants to raise the uh, the minimum wage to uh, $15 an hour across the board. Do people realize what that's going to do? I was talking to a guy at work today and we were talking about that. And he's like, you know, the reason why they want to do that is because it costs about $50,000 or more now to buy a car. He said, there's no way in hell you should spend more than 30 grand on a fucking car. Absolutely none. But because all these things cost so much, you have to pay people more so they can afford to buy these things. Well, what people don't realize is these companies out here that are small companies that can't afford to pay these people $15 an hour minimum wage are going to close shop, move, or shut down altogether. And these are these little like coffee shops, mom and pop stores that people love to love to shop at because they're you know they're local and they're just you know these stores are or they're unique in certain ways and that's what makes people like them. well guess what you're not gonna be able to shop there anymore because they're gonna be closed and when they close down and everything and you go by there and you said oh man you know I miss my favorite coffee spot or I miss my favorite store to shop in don't be sad. Don't be mad that the clothes don't say, oh, I'm sorry that the clothes just look out and say Biden Harris 2020. Right. That's how you say thank you. It's like saying I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. All in the same thing. You know, that's why you say Biden Harris 2020. Um. So. Um. And keep going on the job things here just for a minute. Uh, you know, people out here who have been given everything their whole lives live off the system. You know, let me let me let me let me um, let me uh, tell y'all some stuff. Now, I grew up in a small town in South Carolina called Chesterfield. Been a small town my whole life. It's never really grown. Probably in the last 40 years, we've probably got less than probably a do less than half a dozen new businesses. Some flourished, some didn't. Kind of look at it, well, it's a small town. Okay? I take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. We're the smallest town in South Carolina. We're the smallest county seat. So, yeah, it, it, it's difficult around here to have anything. But I am going to say this. The North American Free Trade Agreement didn't have factories around here at all. A lot of them closed. A lot of them were staples of, these, of this town and towns around here. And people drove, drive from these places to go to work there. These factories have sat dormant. For years, because 
You know, they, they left and went to Mexico or they left and went overseas or Canada or somewhere like that. And those jobs closing affected these towns, these places. I've seen it firsthand. You know, I'm back into my hometown that I would grew up in or whatever. And even when I would come home to visit when I lived in New York, I could see how the economy in the last 15 to 20 years has really taken a toll on people here and this in the town. But there are a lot of people that don't care. Um, I remember as a kid times in my life and I grew up and we didn't have a whole lot I grew up in the country and that's okay I love country life I'm a country boy I wear a ball cap with a fish hook in it I wear blue jeans I wear cowboy boots wear t-shirts um you know some people say I'm no good redneck you know people like us fuck our cousins and we're uneducated and stuff like that you know you can say what you want. That's fine. I don't care. Never cared what people said about me. But I'm going to tell you something. I remember as a kid watching my mother cry because they didn't have enough of money to buy the things that we needed. You know, when I come up in high school, you know, I was in the marching band. My mom barely had the money to keep me in band. But she did because that's what I love to do. Um, I wanted to play other sports. I wanted to do other things. But I didn't have a job. So I couldn't pay for those things myself. So I had to do what I had to do. Do I regret it? No, I don't. That was just life for us. You know, that's that's how we came up. My dad and my mom have struggled most of my life. There's been times when they've had it fairly decent, fairly easy. But most of it's been a struggle. But guess what? They've done it together. Um, I remember here about five years ago when I was still living in New York. My dad had lost his job, went on unemployment, unemployment ran out. My dad went over to a place where you get food stamps or public assistance or wherever the fuck it is, whatever, whatever that place is, to ask if he could get like $100 every couple of weeks or something just to buy groceries with. All he wanted to do was buy groceries. You know what they told my father? My mama made a dollar too much. Not a hundred, not fifty, not seventy-five, a fucking dollar too much to get fucking food stamps, to pay, to buy groceries. A man that's busted his ass his whole fucking life. Paid taxes. Paid into the whatever the fuck it is for them to tell him you make too much. 
But there's motherfuckers out here that live on a system every fucking day and lived on a system their whole fucking life. You can't give the working class a fucking break. Nah, we make too much fucking. But we're the deplorables. We're the fucking people that Donald Trump, that, that voted Donald Trump in because we got tired of seeing our fucking jobs go. We're tired of seeing our fucking families, you know, suffer. You know, people that don't fucking work, they don't understand that bullshit. They don't know what the fuck it's like because they get it fucking easy. Let me tell y'all something. You're talking about Donald Trump divided this country. Let me tell y'all something. Do you realize that the Democratic Party gave black people Jim Crow laws, segregation, the Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan? Let me, let me, let me enlighten you fuckers a little bit, okay? Um, There's people out here that are black folk that are Democratic-like. Or not Democratic, but Republican, like Candace Owens, Kevin's from Kevin's Corner, the conservative twins, Officer Tatum, so many people. And, and I just know people in general that are Republican that voted for Donald Trump. You know what? The black people that are Democrats, that are still on the Democratic plantation, call them coons. Uncle Tom's, traitors, sellouts of the black race, all because they'll tell you, you don't need reparations. You don't need the Democratic Party. You want to make a, you want to make your life great? Go out and work for it. Go out and fucking achieve things that, that help build the race and help advance the race to a greater place. Oh no. These people's are coons. These people are sellouts. Let me tell y'all something. Why do you think that the Democrats pander to the black folk? Why do you think they give them food stamps? Why do you think they want to give them reparations? Keep giving them votes. These people have never left the Democratic plantation. Let me tell y'all a little something. You may not can enslave people physically. But you can enslave them socially. You can enslave them mentally. You can enslave them emotionally. That's what they've done. That is why black people have never got out of slavery. They have physically. They're no longer physically bound. But they're being held back by Democrats who destroy their fucking neighborhoods and cities. Put Planned Parenthood in black neighborhoods. They fucking put all these things that give you reparations. Because see, here's the thing. I think it was one of the presidents said, if you get them eating, uh, eating out of your hand and, and giving them what they want, they'll come back for more and they'll vote for you. Is that not fucking racist or what? Okay, see... There's black people out there who believe, like I saw this girl on um, the news the other day, and they were talking about people who were rioting and, and destroying things and looting and stuff like that. And this girl had the gall to say that, well, you know, that's part of uh, our reparations. And if we steal something like that or we take something, that's reparations for us. 
Reparations for who, damn it? You wasn't a slave. Your ancestors may have been slaves. But you wasn't never a slave. Why do you get reparations? Why do you get something for something that someone else went through? Are you fucking stupid? But see, that's what y'all dumb motherfuckers don't understand. That's why the Democratic Party pander to you. So you'll vote for them because what you don't realize is they've got you in bondage, but it's emotionally, psychologically, you they you they they got you eating right out of their fucking hands. That's why Black Lives Matter don't mean anything. You don't see Black Lives Matter in fucking Chicago and Atlanta and New York where fucking pillage where black people killing each other by the dozens every fucking day. They know that because they know in these democratic cities that they go there and preach about this Black Lives Matter and all these motherfuckers who might get their damn stuff taken away from them, like their food stamps and their fucking all that. Let me tell you something. The Democrats are the biggest racists on the fucking planet. Joe Biden, I think it was in the 90s or the 2000s or might even been the 80s, supported a fucking Quran bill that incarcerated black peoples or African Americans at a high rate. Who's not fucking racist here? The motherfucker's been in office for 47 years and hasn't done shit. And you think he's going to do something in four years? Give me a fucking break. I have heard black people tell me, black people had that, that were smart black people that had fucking common sense tell me that Donald Trump did more for black people in four years than Barack Obama did in eight. And that Barack Obama was a sellout to his own fucking race because he didn't do shit for the black people. But you know, I hear people talk about Donald Trump being a racist. Oh, this is where I'm, this is where this shit gets good. Donald, do you know that Donald Trump, before he met Ivanka, dated a black woman? Do you know they interviewed that black woman and she said, "No, Donald Trump's not racist." Donald Trump's a great guy. She said things just didn't work out for us. Okay. I can't, I can't, now don't quote me this, but I think her name was Aveda King, Alveda King or something like that. Anyway, she is a niece to Martin Luther King Jr., which you know who that is, the greatest civil rights leader of all time. Okay. The, the niece of him. Now, you would think firsthand this woman would know what racism is. This woman's been to places like Haiti and places like that, you know, trying to get equality for everybody, to bring fucking, you know, the, um, damn it, to, you know, to make awareness of of those things going on, right? She come on TV. They asked her because Donald Trump had, had made that comment about Haiti, talking about how Haiti was a shithole country. Now, here's a woman that has fought for civil rights her whole life, had been to other countries fighting for civil rights now, okay? 
who is an avid Donald Trump supporter, came on TV and said, you know, he said, I will say one thing about Donald Trump. I wouldn't have used the word shitholes like he did. She goes, but no, I've been to Haiti. I've been to these places he's talking about. Yes, they are a hellhole. And no, Donald Trump is not a racist. Here's a woman that is a fucking niece of Martin Luther King Jr., the greatest civil rights leader of all time. And she tells you Donald Trump's not a racist. I think I would take her fucking word over just about anybody else's on the fucking planet, okay? But I digress, right? But, but remember, people like us are no better than Donald Trump because we voted for him. CNN will tell you that. MSNBC will tell you that. The View will tell you that. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all these people, all these platforms that are silenced and conservative, they'll tell you that too. We're no better than Donald Trump. We may actually be worse than he is. But, um, guess what, y'all? I've never mistreated anyone. I support Donald Trump. Voted for him twice. Sorry about that, guys. I got a phone call. Um, but I actually forgot where I was at. But see, we're no better than he is. We're worse than he is. Because we voted the man in. Okay? But we're brainwashing people. We're fucking telling people out here that, you know, Donald. Let me tell you something. Now, I'm just a I'm just a country boy from South Carolina, redneck. I wear a ball cap, blue jeans, cowboy boots. I don't fit the norm because I'm educated. I don't fit the norm because I'm not fucking dumb. I don't fit the norm because people can't pull the wool over my eye. I don't fit the norm because I don't fuck my sister. I don't fuck my cousins. I don't fit the norm. You know, when I lived in New York, every time somebody fucking come up and um come around me acting like I was to play and there was something wrong with me because I was from fucking South Carolina. They thought I was stupid. They thought I was uneducated. They thought I, um, you know, they had to, they had the whole idea of what I was. But the truth is, they were wrong. You know, I heard people say, oh, you can't fool this guy. He's not fucking stupid like the rest of them. He's actually educated. So you can't pull that bullshit with him. I heard people say that. See, that's what Yankees and New Yorkers and Northerners think of Southern people. It's been that way since the end of the Civil War. They do that. They tell people that. Because that's just another way of them 
putting something on us to make us look bad for 400 years of fucking slavery. No, I'm wrong. No. See, there's people out here. See, let me tell y'all something. Growing up like I did, I work for everything I get. I live in a tiny house on my parents' property. It's not because I, I can't afford to live somewhere else. I look after my folks because my folks are disabled. I look after my folks because they're having a hard time. My mama has been battling cancer for the last few years. My dad is almost disabled. He can barely get around. I don't, I, I build a tiny, I'm building a tiny house on their property. I could live somewhere else. I could, I could live in town. I could live anywhere I want to. But I chose to do this. Because I love my parents and they've been good to me. And they've worked their ass off their whole life to try to make the best life they could for us kids. No, we didn't have everything when we grew up. A lot of people got a lot of stuff we didn't get. I'm not bitter about it. It made me a better person. I don't hold nothing against them. They did what they could. They did the best they could. I got a good life. I'm not complaining. I'm not mad. That makes me a better person because I know the value of a dollar. I know the value of hard work. I know the value of what people can and can't do. I know the value of the heart of someone, the soul of someone. To see them do everything they could to provide for someone that's not their self. That they're not selfish. You see what I'm saying? Every fucking thing I've got, I've worked my ass off for. But guess what? I don't matter. Because I fall into that forgotten category. I don't want socialism. I don't want fucking people giving me things. You know the only thing that I would take if someone was willing to give to me? Sex and a nice long blowjob. I don't see in the near future me getting either one of those unless maybe I pay for them. But I digress. Right? Don't nobody give me shit. I earn it. But people act like I'm wrong for wanting to earn it. I take pride in the things I make. I take pride in hard work. Yeah, sometimes it kills me. Sometimes I'm barely able to move at the end of the fucking week. But you know what? When I lay down in my bed, it's paid for. When I lay down and watch TV and play what little bit of video games I have and the movies I watch, guess what? They're paid for. And you know how I paid for them? I gotta work the fucking earn. But people like us, we don't matter. Because we wanna earn it. But there's fucking people out here they live on a system every fucking day. They look down upon us because we want to work for it. Do you realize where you're at? Do you know you're in social fucking slavery? 
Do you realize that they got you eating out of the fucking palm of their hands and you're too dumb to fucking see? It? That's why these people that these black people that are Republicans that are telling these other black folk this, look, you don't need reparations. You don't need the Democratic Party. You don't need all this stuff. If you really want to advance your race, if you really want black people to be something in this country you work for and show them that you're willing to get it on your own and you're willing to do anything you can to advance your race. That's why these people are called coons, sellouts, Uncle Tom's, traitors to the black race. Why? Because they're smart. They're showing you that you don't have to be on the Democratic the Democratic plantation. Let me tell you something. I lived in New York for four, almost 15 years. Oh, well, almost 14 years. I worked at a job for over 10 years making air conditioning. They came up to us one day and said, hey, your job's going to Mexico. So we contacted, you know, our state representatives, you know, Chuck Schumer, y'all know who Chuck Schumer is, fake tears Schumer, came to our job, stood outside the fucking door, shook her hands, come out and said, vote for me and I'll save your job. My job went to Mexico. I heard that when they were supposed to have the meeting with the company, try to negotiate them to stay in the motherfucker never showed up. That's Chuck Schumer for you. I'm supposed to fucking like Chuck Schumer. There is not a deep enough, dark enough, hot enough place in hell for people like Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, and some of these other fucking Democratic people who do, do nothing but ruin fucking people's lives. These small towns that are boarded up, you look at fucking Baltimore. Half of fucking Baltimore is a fucking slum place. Buildings and fucking um, businesses boarded up, decaying, fucking everywhere. They got a black fucking governor there, and he's Democratic. And when Donald Trump called him out on that shit, oh, Donald Trump is a racist. Have you seen pictures of fucking Baltimore? Looks like a fucking hellhole. But I digress. Look at my hometown. The North American Freight Trade Agreement wasn't great to our... We lost a lot of fucking jobs around here. My brother worked... My, me, my brother, my sister, and my mother worked for one factory. In the next little town over here in North Carolina, which is probably about... I'd say about three miles away. That place was open for you. I know my mama... When I was a kid, she probably worked there. She Hell, she had to work there 20 years before she left and went somewhere else. My brother worked there probably 13. Hell, I didn't work there that long. My sister may have worked there. But we all worked there. We had blood, sweat, and tears in this fucking factory. Shut down and went to Mexico. It devastated people around here. They spent their whole lives there. You know, I worked with people at Stanley Black and Decker. 
that have been there 45 fucking years, spent their whole lives there. Joe Biden in office, hell, they may not be there long. Hell, I might not be there long. And if jobs get cut, guess who goes out the door first? Those people on low seniority. Those people that haven't been there that long. Oh, y'all don't care. So when I'm sitting at home, and well, actually, I may not even have a home because if I lose my job because of lockdown, I can't pay my payment, my mortgage payment on my house here. Don't tell me you feel sorry for me. Don't tell me, oh, you know, oh, I feel bad for you. Just go Biden-Harris 2020. See, I say that because I'm an asshole. Because I say that because there is no fucking apology you can tell me that's fucking good enough. So just stick it to me. You get what I'm saying? But I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. I'm out here brainwashing fucking people. Telling fucking people just how, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Donald Trump. The big bad boogeyman. That fucking treats people like shit. You look at these fucking people out here. Look at these celebrities out here. That support fucking abortion. Support fucking the Me Too movement. Like all the women that accuse Harvey Weinstein of rape. I'm again to wonder if he even raped it. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm not even saying he raped. He might have raped some of them. And some of them I'm pretty sure that he made them have sex for to to get in the music industry, to get in the movie industry, to get, you know, movie roles. But if you wanted to be in movies bad enough and you let that guy fuck you, then guess what? You haven't you know how you you know how you say, Oh, I'm really devastated. You give up your fucking career. And you go out here and you become an advocate for fucking women's rights. Let me tell you something. I hear people, you know what's funny? I hear people out here fight for women's rights talking about, oh, I choose a woman, uh, I support a woman's right to choose. To choose what? Give an abortion? Let me tell you something. Just, I think in every state in this country, except for Nevada, prostitution is outlawed. The only way a woman can have sex and get and make a living on is in the porn industry. I mean, she's got to be on camera, getting filmed, getting fucked. Okay, let me tell you something. Why can't a woman open up a brothel? If a woman wants to lay on her back and let men have sex with her and get paid for it, why the fuck can't she? If that's the way she wants to support herself. You want to know why it's outlawed? It's because they can't tax it. That's why. Just like moonshine. They can't tax. That's why it's fucking illegal. Think about these fucking things, right? Think about it. I don't say this shit to blow smoke up fucking people's asses. People think I, 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 I spew a lot of rhetoric because I ain't fucking, because, you know, I'm just trying to be some Billy Badass. No. I'm educated. 
I don't fit the norm because I don't want to be dumb. I don't want people to stereotype me, even though I don't give a fuck what people think about me. No way. But I am trying to make people out here to see that just because I'm from South Carolina and I'm a redneck and I'm a country boy, that I am educated and I don't fuck my sister. I don't fuck my cousin. I'm not a fucking backwoods fucking hillbilly. I don't want those norms put on our people. But that's how people portray us. I'm not saying that there's not people out there that don't do it. Yeah. But most of us are just good old boys, down to earth people who try to live our lives the best way we can by earning it. What's wrong with that? Oh, we're scum of the earth because we voted for Donald Trump. We're scum of the earth because we we want jobs. We're scum of the earth because we don't want fucking handouts. We're scum of the earth because we want the American dream, but we want to earn it. I'm going to tell y'all something. I hear people on the internet and on the TV Telling you how bad America is. How bad this country is. Can I tell you something? If this country is so fucking bad, why do we have an immigration problem? Why do fucking people flock to this country thousands every year to escape communism, communist countries, socialists, Socialist, socialism countries because they want to come to a democracy where they might have a chance of a better life. You want to know why there's kids in cages on the fucking border? I'll tell you why there's kids in cages. These people sent these fucking kids over here with coyotes. And coyotes are people you pay to get your kids across the border to give them a better life. The problem is these people get caught. They have no identification. You can't prove that they're your fucking kids. So they detain these kids until the parents come and get them. Or can it, and people can identify who they were. Or maybe family from inside America could come and get them. But if nobody fucking claims them, what the fuck are you going to do with them? Right? But you know why they're there? Because their parents are getting them out of a fucking communist country. Out of a fucking socialist country. But these motherfuckers want to give you socialism. Think about it. Kamala Harris and her left-wing fucking friends there, Ilhan Omar and some of the rest of them, that's all they talk about. That's all they've talked about for four fucking years is fucking socialism. Yeah, these young people eat that shit up. You want to know why? They ain't got to work for none of it. Oh, man, we get everything given to us. We get every fucking thing free. We've been handed everything our whole lives. Why the fuck should it change now? That's why them motherfuckers want socialism so bad. Them motherfuckers are eating out of the Democratic hand. 
You don't think they ain't going to try that shit? What do you think this fucking lockdown is for? Why do you think they're... Let me tell you, so high in the hell, just out of like one day, you had over 100,000 fucking cases of coronavirus. They're trying to make it look bad so fucking Joe Biden can shut the fucking country down. Then he's going to say, well, you don't need to work. We're going to pay you. We're going to fucking give you fucking money. First fucking step, fucking socialism. Second fucking step, taking your rights away. Taking your guns away so you can't defend yourself against a tyranny, a tyrannic government, foreign and domestic. Wake the fuck up, people. You think America was so bad under Donald Trump? You ain't seen shit. The nightmare has just fucking begun. I heard someone say, oh, the nightmare is over. Fuck that. The nightmare has just begun. There's a song by a metal band called Accept. It's called The Fall of the Empire. I listened to that song a few years ago and it never hit me until the other day when Joe Biden won the election. And I said, you know what? It's the, I said, it's the fall of the empire. The dawning of a setting sun. Because the empire is going to fall. This country was once mighty, great, proud and true. So free. You think it's over with. Forget it. Four years. When Joe Biden's up for re-election. And this country's even more divided than what it was. Guess what? It wasn't Donald Trump. It's the fucking liberal media. It's the media divided people. It's the media telling you who to vote for, who to like, who not to like. That's what it is. Guess what, people? It's fucking coming whether you want to like it or not. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Y'all going to get what you went, what you asked for. I want to ask you one more thing before I close out this podcast and go eat supper, right? Now, I'm hearing about this council culture and all this stuff going on about people or counseling people who supported Donald Trump also. Okay, well, let's say Biden becomes officially president, okay? He's sworn in, has his his, uh, inauguration and all that stuff. How are you going to treat people that voted from Donald Trump now? Are you really going to try to unite these people and bring them back in America? Or are you going to treat them like they were fucking scumbags and see that people lose their jobs and get blacklisted and all that stuff? How is that bringing people together? How is that making a better nation? It's not. If you're serious about that, you're going to have to apologize to these people and see you won't do it because you know apologizing to them is the same as apologizing to Donald Trump and you won't have it. So let me tell you something. In four years, this country won't be together. It'll be just as divided as it was under Donald Trump. At least that's what y'all say. Anyway. 
well. Um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, this uh, episode of the Rebel Within um, podcast. It's a special episode, almost an hour, five minutes. Um, or for actually, by the time I'm done saying this, will be about four minutes short of being an hour. But I, I want to thank you for listening. Take time, listen to this whole podcast. I think it's intriguing. I think it's enlightening. I hope you people enjoy it. Um, Have a good night.